Hey, welcome back, everybody. It's Sarkan Speaks. Jared and Bob are back here. We are back. Uh, I just spoke about both of us in the third person. Uh, <laughs> we are back. Uh, it's our second episode this week for you guys, second episode of the night for us. So I've got my moon brew uh, sleep tea right now that I am drinking. Um, actually, yeah. Why don't Why don't you? Uh, as we as we um left you on a cliff cliffhanger in the last episode. Um, why don't you uh tell us about the Southie apartment, and then um I will find out what the deal is with this promo code <laughs> if it's been updated yet. <laughs> All right. So this the reason I put this in there is because it's been a fucking gong show. Um. I don't know. We're probably like a week and a half ago now, maybe two weeks ago. Someone died in one of the fucking Southie, um, like whatever they have for like housing. Like, I don't know if it was the projects or a different area, whatever. So someone fucking died in there. Um, and the story was that the dead, there was a, there were, Four, I think four other adults. No, there were definitely four kids. Bunch of other adults, four kids in this apartment. Drugs, sex toys, alcohol, like all types of fucked up shit. Yep, I remember that. I think Vinny sent it to our Twitter group. He might have. So then, I don't know how much time later, fucking Woohoo came out and said, no, that's not right. That's false. Those reports aren't right. And Boston PD came out and said, no, the, the drugs and the sex toys and the uncooperative adults, that, that's not true. They were, they were cooperative. One of, the, one of the adults just hid the children in the back room because of like you know what was going on. And it's like, okay. So number one, I would never trust that mayor with anything she said. No. So I would be inclined to believe the initial story, which I believe was Boston Fire. I think they were there first. So Boston Fire. Those firefighters, they're just they're just fantastic guys, right? You know, you just got to love them. Got to love them. They're not heroes like teachers, but they're good. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> hey, thank God for the fire guys. So- Boston Fire has one report. Boston PD has a different report. And I think, and I'm pretty sure Boston PD was not there first. So do I know who's right? No, I don't know who's fucking right. But I would be inclined to believe whoever the fuck was there first would have the probable correct report. Especially yeah, I mean, I'm going to believe a firefighter over a cop too, because everyone loves firefighters. Yeah, they're, they're the best. And cops equal bad. Right, Chris? Um, <laughs> Chris is probably listening to this right now. Yeah, like, I fucking, like, hate, I you fucking hate both of you. I'm driving down in fucking Massachusetts. I'm finding you too. <laughs> hope you fucking, hope your shit's all up to date. <laughs> <laughs> I'm calling in some favors for yeah. some fucking uh, mass cops. Just pull your asses over. <laughs> yeah. Um. So this is kind of, so in, like, again, I, I'm I'm not inclined to fucking believe the mayor. Like it just no, why like why like why is she speaking on this anyway? So this gets all the way up to fucking U.S. Congressman Stephen Lynch. I don't know who he represents. Don't really care. Hope I mean I would assume he's Massachusetts, but like it would yes. be okay, perfect. So I was gonna say it would be very odd for you know the Democrat from Colorado to be being like, hey, what's going on over there? Yeah, yeah. So. You know, he's like, you know, he starts out, he's like, you know, idea. He goes, I just want to get more facts, figure out exactly what happened. Um, he goes, you know, questionable circumstances, drug paraphernalia, like what's kind of going on here. Uh, we want to get all the reports out there, figure out like, why are they different? Like what is going on? Which fucking say what you will about most politicians. Actually, I say what I will about most politicians. This is actually fucking, this is fucking groundbreaking. He just wants to figure out what the fuck is going on. Yeah. Anywho, so um again, we we've got contradicting reports. And then when uh Woohoo came out and said 
she goes, oh, I backed the police report, but she wasn't there, whatever. And then later goes, the agencies are now involved, or that are involved now are completing their investigations. Okay. What the fuck is going on here? Like, did the initial people just try to, like, not plant, but, like, fabricate that the story was worse than it is to, like, stick it to these people? Like, I, I, don't, I don't get it. Like, is this, like, you know, the stereotypical in a movie, like, oh, pull someone over and then, like, throw a bag of cocaine on them? Yeah. Like, oh, what's this? <laughs> yeah. Like is, yeah. like, is that what's happening here? Well, I mean, I know the firefighters wouldn't do that. Right, because they're the best. Yeah. <laughs> um, firefighters have never planted evidence on anybody. Firefighters don't deal with evidence. Like, whatever. I know, whatever. So, I know. I know. <laughs> so, it's a little bit of a gong show. And yes. the mayor, so the mayor not only, so she picked a side and then contradicted herself. It, it indirectly contradicted herself. Right, like, right. Like, oh, the, oh, I'm back in the police report. Oh, well, both people are still doing their investigations, whatever. Yeah. Um, and now still, still ignored through this whole thing. The dead person. And I'm pretty sure the four kids are in state custody right now. Yeah. So what the fuck is happening? Like, what do we do? Like, what the fuck is going on here? Yikes. Yeah, I don't know. That's a great question. <laughs> and then the the real, like, the real, like, uh, snake in the weeds, whatever. This development does receive federal funding. So that's why the U.S. congressman's involved. Yeah. You would maybe think. Now, let's 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 jump to conclusions because that's what we do here. You know, <laughs> we're not fact based. Well, I just read the facts. There are none. Um, so this this development is receiving federal funding. It might look bad if it's not being managed or operated or, you know, they're having sex parties and kids are around and drugs and like yeah. the whole situation fucking smells. Never mind. Anyone that knows anything knows that public housing in fucking Southie, not great. Really, 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 really bad. Really bad. Yeah. So it's receiving federal funding. The mayor came out like, no, nah, no, that's not true. We have our initial response. Something stinks. Something's a rotten in Denmark. Yeah. So I think you can break out your tinfoil hats. And I think this is this is all a ploy just to not jeopardize the federal funding. Um yeah. I think that's a um that's how it that's smells fair, to me. That's a fair assessment. So the it's Boston Herald. Dog. Yeah. <laughs> the Boston Herald originally ran the story. Yeah. Kids, drugs, sex, toys, dead man found in South Boston apartment is sickening, whatever. Um so, I mean, yeah, so they, they had it first and then that was based on the, again, I think it was Boston Fire was the first responders. Um, And then there was a presser where Wu said, yeah, no. And then Boston PD came out and said, yeah, 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 like there was no, like they were cooperative, you know, there wasn't this shit around. Oh, and uh, someone definitely did die though. And it's like, okay, because the original report was that dude OD'd. So yeah. it sounds like you're trying to bury the lead a little bit. Like not only, so not only are you backtracking, but your backtracking is burying the lead of someone OD'd in an apartment where four kids were hanging around. Yeah. Like yeah. sex toys, fucking drugs, not yes, yay, nay, like. Yeah, I'm seeing um, from WCVB, which is Channel 5, which anyone that doesn't live around here, that's like probably the best local news that we have. I think it's the most reputable. Um, they have an article here that says 
First responders were called to an apartment at the Mary Ellen McCormick complex Saturday night after receiving a report that someone had suffered a cardiac arrest. Um, according to authorities and public officials, the children, all under the age of 10, were found in an apartment with sex toys, drugs, alcohol, and six cross-dressing men. Oh, I forgot about the cross-dressing part. Yeah, that got buried too. Yeah. Um, they all look like Marlon Brando. Did it mention? <laughs> An incident report filed through the Boston Fire Department states that the kids were discovered by first responders after one of the adults in the apartment was found dead. Several adults in the apartment were also accused of hiding those children in a back room. Yeah, so this is all the initial, like, what what I thought was facts of the case. And obviously that comes out, it's disgusting, it's sickening. And then you hear, like, later it's BPD and the mayor, like, yeah, no, it's uh, it's not that. It's, yeah, there were some adults, there were some kids, but they were cooperative and there was no, uh, there was no drugs, alcohol, or sex toys, except the dude fucking OD'd. Yeah. I know it says cardiac arrest, but come on. Yeah. <laughs> In an apartment full of drugs and alcohol. Allegedly. Yeah. It's fucked huh. up, man. It's fucking fucked up. Yeah. So the Boston Housing Authority released an official statement um, where it said the Boston Housing Authority is working closely with BPD as they continue to investigate the circumstances around the recent death at Mary Ellen McCormick. BHA re received no complaints about activity in this unit prior to the incident, but we care deeply about the safety of all of our residents and are working actively with agencies involved to take all appropriate follow-up action. BHA has a strong partnership with BPD and communicates with them often. The only call BHA received this year about this unit was for routine maintenance issue in May, which was responded to appropriately at that time. Yep. Yet, yet no one's working with Boston Fire. Yeah. Seems like BHA, the mayor. So they're working with BPD. I don't know who this guy is. Boston City Councilor at large, Michael Flaherty. What the fuck is at large? Uh I don't know what that means. Does, did he went <clears throat> did he did he go to a school in the Mac? Yeah, <laughs> he got an at-large bid. He's not a he's not a power five school. He's got an at-large bid to the Boston City Council. <laughs> um Plus went so to Con College. He seems like he's the only person with a level head in this situation taking into what you have shared because there's some quotes for him in here where he says it was obviously sickening to hear from those that were at the scene describing what they saw and the actions of the adults that were in the room they were just they were concerned meaning the the first responders they had reached out to me just to make sure that it didn't get swept under the rug that's a direct quote from WCBB.com, Channel 5 News, from a direct quote from Michael Flaherty, the Boston City Councilor at large. The Boston Fire Department reached out to Michael Flaherty because they were concerned and they wanted to make sure it didn't get swept under the rug. This is why the firefighters are the good ones. Yep. <laughs> Chris is fucking throwing shit or fucking... Yeah. <laughs> he's just gonna pull a random person over now just like i just like i had to listen to these two assholes so you're some gonna poor bastard's gonna it. get arrested today you were for driving 47 60, yeah you were driving 67 in a 65 yeah i did 47 in a 45 you're fucked <laughs> but yeah so something stinks something fucking stinks that's a legitimate quote direct quote again yeah, I mean, we're just like, again, all we can do is. So that would. <laughs> all, all I like to do is just call out people for being hypocritical or fucking whatever. Yeah. And it's not even like, that's not even the issue this time. It's not even hypocritical. It's just something stinks. I should be a PI. Um, <laughs> <laughs> like something smells. And who is to benefit from backtracking? Or I guess who's to harm if the original story is the case, it would be Boston Housing, not the mayor directly, but that's going to affect the mayor herself. Right, right. And if BHA self-admittedly has a great uh, 
a great relationship with BPD, well, that doesn't look great either. Right. Because what the fuck is happening in your fucking walls? Right. Right. Now, if there's fucking no noise complaints and fucking like no one's doing anything, I, I like, dude, I'm, I, I don't know. Like, how do you, fi- how do you figure that out until someone ODs? Like, I don't know. Yeah. Unfortunately. Right. <clears throat> and so having a little bit of background in the, the child services field, um, unfortunately, the only person that can get answers through this is going to be the DA. So anytime there's like alleged um, child, like sexual abuse or like foul play or something like that. um, Everything gets kind of sealed. You keep your fucking mouth shut. You're not allowed to talk about it. Like it has to go through the DA. Otherwise um, the whole case can fall apart. I, I had it explained to me once. Um, I don't really remember, but it has to do, so I'm oversimplifying, right. And also paraphrasing through my memory, but it has to do with like, sort of like, a a similar thing to do with like chain of custody, right? Like you need to be able to like track where something went. If it comes out that like the story was provided to someone who wasn't involved directly in the case or the prosecution or something, it could jeopardize the entire case or I don't know. There's some sort of shit like that. I just remember that anytime we used to work with kids that were involved in any sort of like sexual abuse allegations, we had a strict policy of you are not allowed to ask any questions about it. If the kid wanted to talk about it and brought it up, we could listen, but we weren't allowed to ask questions. We could be like, okay, all right, you know, like that's awful. Like, you know, hopefully you're feeling a little bit better. Like, where else can we do like things like that, like in the moment, but you're not allowed to be like, where did he take you? Or you like, where did it happen? Like, you're not, you can't ask any of those questions. Um, it's kind of fucking weird. Anyway, I don't want to yeah. harp on that too much because yeah. that just is the way it is. Right. Um, yeah, but even still. At the end of the day, they're 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 trying to figure again. It's like throw up the distraction. Where are the kids and what what's going on with the dead guy? Yeah, because now now we're just trying to figure out well which report's correct. Right, it ignores that four kids are in state custody and one dude's dead. Yeah, I think your angle of attack is a lot more likely, right? Because I did see this now that you brought it up and I saw people on Twitter ran with it being like, they're trying to protect the the trans community. See, they're drinking children's blood. They're abusing children. They're coming for your kids, right? Like they automatically go that way. And it's like, okay, I think that's a little bit much here. Like, was there six cross-dressed men in an apartment with a dead body and four children and no one really has any explanations? Yeah. Is that really fucking weird? 110%. But like, does that mean they were going to like sacrifice the children to Moloch? No. It's certainly a plausibility, right? No, I think it's, it's possible. It's plausible. Dude. But like, that's not what that means. Like, I we need to get a little bit more information here and get a few more answers. Like, who do the kids belong to? Like, what the fuck were they doing there? If it's six dudes, right? Like, we know, despite what some people want to say, the way biology works is you can't reproduce with just men, right? Like, those kids had to come from somewhere. Um, yeah, alleged, allegedly, one of the things that I did see is, like, the kids did belong to the people present. Yeah. So I don't know. Stinks. Stinks pretty fucking bad. Now there's Fox News has a fucking thing here. So obviously take that with a grain of salt, but um, because they're they're gonna try and paint that angle of oh, they were gonna sacrifice the children to Moloch <laughs> type of thing. Um but they spoke to Boston City Councilor Erin Murphy, who's not a counselor at large. So she must be, I don't know if that means she's better or worse than Michael Flaherty. Um, but according to Erin Murphy, 
Of course, in Boston, two people on the city council, one is Michael Flaherty and the other one is Aaron Murphy. Like, could we be any more of a fucking parody of ourselves? But no. anyway, um, she gave a quote to Fox News. It said a lot of drug paraphernalia and sex toys all around. And one of the firefighters said that he heard a cry for help. There were four children in the back room. I'm hearing that the adults in the apartment were not wanting first responders to go back when they heard kids crying for help. So that part is very disturbing to me. Um, they're still trying to piece it all together. Uh, she wants the BHA to answer questions about how something like this could happen. Uh, Good luck getting those answers. Yeah, the station citing... Aaron Murphy said the first responders arrived at the apartment in response to a call about a person that stopped breathing. Uh, they found the remains of an adult whose cause of death remains under investigation. Um, firefighters also found six adults, and this part is in quotation marks, who appeared to be males, end quotations, <laughs> inside the apartment, and four kids in the back room, ages five to 10, citing a report from BFD. Uh, it's not immediately clear what the relationship is between the kids and the adults. Um, DCF has taken custody of the children who are in the home. So this is um, this is interesting, right? Yeah, that's why I put it on the sheet. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, we've got something that's a little bit more recent. Um, so this is that Stephen Lynch guy, who I found out is the congressman who's the representative for the 8th district in Massachusetts, which, inclu in district? which includes Boston. Oh. Um, so this is from June 26th. So all those other reports, like those articles that I found that I was reading was from June 21st. This one is from June 26th. This one's a little bit more recent. Um, U.S. Congressman Stephen Lynch spoke Monday at the McCormick Complex. Um, one idea here today is to try and get more facts in terms of what actually transpired. Um, blah, 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 blah. More than a week ago, an adult was found dead. Several other adults and four children were inside. The state has taken custody of the children. Lynch goes on to say there was some drug paraphernalia and also some questionable circumstances. The police and fire reports have differing accounts of the scene. When asked if there are any issues of transparency, Lynch said, not yet. So we want to get all the reports out there and figure out why the later reports differ from the earlier reports. The reports contradict each other as to whether the adults were cooperative with authorities or if they were hiding children. Seems to be a pretty big discrepancy. Yeah. Yeah, last Thursday, BPD released a statement contradicting the fire report and what first responders relayed to city councilors. Yeah. Well, I hope he gets to the bottom of it. Probably won't. Or if he does, we won't hear about it. Yeah. Super fucking interesting. Um. When asked if he is concerned that this case erodes public trust, Boston City Council President Ed Flynn, another fucking Irish yeah, guy. Course. Yeah, fantastic. Another Irish name. Ed Flynn said, no, I don't think so. I think it's important for us to get all the facts, learn about them, and then make changes. I don't know what the fuck that's supposed to mean. That's just words. Yeah, that's a word salad. He just He just said a sequence of words that didn't make any sense. Yeah. Yep, Lynch became involved as this complex is receiving federal funds for a redevelopment that is slated to begin next year. Oh, fuck. That's even worse. <laughs> Yoink. <laughs> yep. Case is still under investigation and the names of the adults involved have not been released. As of yet, there have been no charges. So, yeah. Contrary to, like, you know, Again, child sacrifice to Moloch, I think your angle is a lot more likely, right? Because they're supposed to have received federal funding to redevelop this entire 
development next year. So if like they Doesn't dig deep and find out that this shit is happening, God forbid, if they start searching in other areas of this complex, what the <laughs> fuck they could find, right? It's you start pulling that thread and all of a sudden the whole fucking towel unravels, right? So I think, you know, woohoo got the fucking police superintendent or whoever got their ear being like, listen, we need this fucking money because we need to redevelop this place. So uh, you guys didn't see anything. They cooperated. Yep. Okay. Got it. Which unfortunately, right? Like at that point, your hands are kind of tied. Like if you're the chief of police or the superintendent, whatever the fuck Boston has, and you get told by the mayor who's effectively your boss, like this is the story you're going to run with. You're either going to run with the story or or you're going, or you're going to end your career. Yeah, pretty much. Like those are the two options. You're either going to listen to her and do what she tells you to do, or you're going to end your career and tell the truth. Yeah, I mean, outside again, outside of calling like a fucking DA or someone yeah. else. Yeah. Or dropping off a random, you know, paperwork at a local journalist's house when they have no idea. Like, you know what I mean? It's like, oh, from an anonymous source, we received this information type of deal all of a sudden i went to my mailbox and it was a manila envelope and it had all this stuff in it fucking groundbreaking oh my god but then even at that point you probably lose your job so you're sacrificing your job but at least you would keep your dignity right because if it came out that again the superintendent lied on orders of the mayor you're losing your job because you lied so like yeah well the mayor's getting fired too so yeah i mean at that point it's who, do you, chaotic. it's who do you want to look good to, right? Do you want to look good in the eyes of the public to tell the truth? Because either way, as the police superintendent, you're losing your job. But if you tell the truth, the public loves you. But you'll never work again because politicians hate you because they know they can't trust you to lie for them and shit like that. Or you do it anonymously. You still lose your job because it comes out that you lied. But behind the scenes, you might still get a job somewhere because politicians and people that might hire, you know, that you'll keep your mouth shut and stay in line and do, you know, follow the marching orders basically. I don't know if I had any real dirt, I'd call up that fucking U S congressman and be like, Hey, I've got a fucking deal for you. But if fucking shit hits the fan, I need something. I want something federal. Yeah. Yeah. You figure it out. Yeah, you're going to hire me as your fucking lead as security whatever. Don't or whatever. Care. You know what I mean? Yeah. You're going to give me a job. $100,000 to sweep floors. I don't fucking care. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'll pretend I'll pretend I fucking don't speak English and I'll just sweep floors. Like <laughs> I'm not I'm not fixing toilets. I'm not cleaning up puke. <laughs> yep. I'll I'm sweep gonna, floors I'm and sweep I'll mop. the floors. I'll wax them too. No, I won't. <laughs> I'll sweep them. Yeah. Because for this dirt, it's going to be fucking worth it. Yeah. Yeah, that's fucked up. So, I mean, as it is, that was what, four days, five days ago for us. I know when this comes out, it's going to be. Yeah, I mean, this is kind of old news at this point. But nothing has come out yet. So, this nope. is going to be an interesting one to like check back in in like a month or two. Because then at that point, what will happen is if they do find results, whatever, they'll just release them and the news won't cover it. The news won't talk about it. It's old news, right? They'll do it on a Friday this summer when everyone's going to the Cape. Yeah. It won't make the front page of fucking, you know, CBS News or whatever. It might might make the front page at Fox News, but, you know, Boston WX25 or whatever the fuck it's called. Um, their Fox affiliate branch, but I don't know. Interesting. Very interesting. Something to, uh, <laughs> let's see if you can go back and follow, I guess. So speaking of Boston, since we're on the topic, um, I want to pull this up. 
I should admittedly have pulled it up already, but uh, I didn't. So I'm going to do it right now. I just need to find out where I sent it. Okay, I got it here. <clears throat> Again, talking about Boston, talking about people being dumb. So I love Boston. The Massport, right? So for anyone that doesn't live in Massachusetts, Massport is like the mass transportation, like that they're the people that kind of handle like the whole transportation department, right? Like the DOT, like the mass DOT department of transportation, the whole thing. Massport, I think, is a subsidiary of well, the Massport's, DOT. Ma- Massport's like airport police yes. department, aren't they? Yeah, yeah. Like not, not TSA, but like airport police. Yes, effectively, yeah. 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 So this is pretty awesome because this one also um, hits kind of close to home, which is funny. So <clears throat> in the year 2022, Massport received 272,840 noise complaints. So that's from airplanes, right? The airplanes are too loud. You pick up the phone and call Massport and say, the airplanes are too loud flying over my house. Do something about it. Um, I'll just run through all of them really quick because it's funny. And this is a tweet. This was, came from a tweet from Only in Boston. So starting at the top with the lower number, 3,334 came from six residents of the South End. So six people in Southie called Massport. Three thousand. Do, do, do you think it was from that apartment? Ah, uh, it could have been. No, I doubt it. They don't want to. They don't want to cause any attention to themselves. Oh, probably. see, they're putting the attention elsewhere. Ah, uh, that's true. A ruse. Um, we've got eleven thousand two hundred and seventy-six from fifty-four people in that's Arlington. So many. That is so fucking many. Yeah. If anyone's from that area, uh, that number from Arlington does not surprise you. Um, here's one for you. 17,420 from 101 residents of Milton. <laughs> I've heard that though. Like, I mean, a couple people that I know live in Milton. It's like, it's like the only fucking problem that happens here is the, the planes are too loud. Yeah. Uh, pr- planes are too loud. I'm going to call Massport to complain. I actually think the planes are routed seasonally. They are. They switch. They they change. So that they're not always flying over Milton or whatever. Right, right. Um, so we've got 40,373 complaints from 152 people in Somerville. And then my personal favorite, we've got 73,914 complaints from 205 people that live in Medford. <laughs> <laughs> which is obviously where both of us are from. Yeah. Um, and then the last one, which is like a kind of a duh, like a no duh moment, but at the same time, like what do you expect? Kind of. And I know what, yeah. Is 84,752 from 102 people that live in Winthrop, which again, if you're not from Massachusetts or this area, Winthrop is literally right next to the fucking airport. The airport is in East Boston and East Boston. If you stand on the edge of East Boston and you look across the water, you see Winthrop like you're, you're there. Yeah. So it's amazing that I would love to know the math. Like I'm going to do it right now per person. How many times are they fucking making complaints? So let's call it, let's do Medford. So it's like roughly 74,000 complaints, right? It was like 73,9 divided by 200 people. That's 370 phone calls per per person. person. I'm going to use, I'm going to use exact numbers. What's the time frame? It's 2022 in the entire year, January, oh Jan one to December 31. Oh my I'm going to use a, exact. That's numbers. a call a day. So 73914 divided by 205. That's 360.5. That's a call a day. That's 361 calls per person. Per person. That is so every day. All of the people that called from Medford, right? All 205 people that called 
Massport, on average, each one of those 205 people called 361 times last year. That means there were four days on average. average So you know that two of those people called once. That's it. Yes. A couple of those people maybe called a few times. Yeah. There are a significant amount of that 205. I'm thinking at least 190 of them. Yeah. That call every single motherfucking day. Yep. And I would imagine there's a ha- at least a handful that call more than Multiple. once a day. They have to. I mean, yeah. if the average of 205 is basically every day, <laughs> that means that someone calls fucking twice a day. Yeah. Maybe even more. <laughs> you think it's like, like someone with like dementia or something? Is <laughs> they just forget. Like, it's like every time a plane goes over their head. It's like Dory ah, from Finding Nemo. There's a, a plane. <laughs> their memory resets every 15 minutes. Yeah. Like some of these people have to be on first name basis with Massport. I would imagine, right? I mean, it's got to be an answering service. Yeah. Like. I'm, you know what? I might call and just be like, hey, I'm like curious to know, like, <laughs> what what are the calls that you people get? Like, yeah. <laughs> like, do people really like call this line? Like, I'll just have a conversation with the fucking answering machine. Yeah. Let the guy fucking vent. And like, like, yeah, I'll li- like, because no, dude, no one's going to answer that line. No way. Yeah. It has to be an automated line. It has to be. If people are calling every day, multiple times a day, multiple times, that's a lot of calls. Like, imagine where are you at in your life? Old. <laughs> that it's, you it's need old. to call Massport three times a day to complain about the planes that go over your house. Old because they have nothing better to do. Yeah. Like, they actually, like, like they, they, they probably look forward to that. Like, oh, time to call Massport. Yeah. Oop, like, they're probably is that a plane. <laughs> like, they probably know when they open. So, they probably call them immediately when they open. Yep. Then, after they call Stop and Shop to get the numbers game, <laughs> um, they can probably call again. And then, after the evening one, they can probably call again. Yeah. That's fucking nuts, dude. I ho- I hope to God it's an answering service, you know, like it's a machine and not like out. and not actual people. Because if someone has to field those phone calls multiple no times way. from the same person, God, fuck that. Massport complaints. Complaint <laughs> <lines>. <laughs> you. <laughs> It has its own noise complaint line. Oh, really? This line is staffed by Massport's noise abatement office from 6 a.m. to 6 p.m. on business days. Oh, my God. That means they're oh not open God, on weekends. That's, they're not open on weekends. That's even worse. Yeah, that's way worse. That means they're calling even more because then because that's not 365 days. That's 104 days off. That's 261 Oh my god. Minus holidays. That's 261 uh business days. Yeah. So that's yeah, that's wild. I don't know how to even do that math to figure it out. What do you need to do? <laughs> like how to find out how many times someone would call on average in a day because it's not 365 days. 361 divided by 261. Nope, uh, math doesn't work out. Yeah. Because you know it's three it's 361 calls per person. Per person. Over yeah, the so, course so, of 261 days, yeah, 264 so, so days. On average, each person. So let's say it's so 261 would ignore holidays. Yeah, it's 1.4 calls per person per day. Yeah. So the average caller calls multiple times a day, calls multiple times a day. (laughs) 
You know what you really should do? Christ. And that's Fucking just from Medford. Blow that up. Yeah, that's just Medford. That doesn't Winthrop, even include. I think Winthrop might have the highest ratio. It's like 85,000 for 100. Well, what was that people. one that was only six? What was their total cost? 3,347. For six people? Yeah. That's like 500. Yeah, that's 557. <laughs> that's 557 calls a year. What, divided by, is it 261? Yeah, I, that's, I, I made that's, it up. Too. That's an average of 2.2 times a day. And it ends up being more because you can't call on holidays. Right. Where was that? Southie. So the six, the six residents in Southie call an average of three times a day. Which again, that's the average. Yeah. That means someone's calling five. Yeah. Christ. <laughs> like, just fucking drive off the Tobin at that point. Just get a Like, fuck, what are yeah. you doing? Move. Yeah. <laughs> Move. Just die. Just fucking quit. Just give up. Holy shit. Call a massport five times a day on average. Ah, uh, well. I'm gonna call tomorrow. Hey, question for you. <laughs> <laughs> Make sure you do it when you're in the boundaries of Milton, too. Do people really fucking call you five times a day to make noise complaints? <laughs> uh, yep, some people will. I wonder how many people work in that department. Like, how do you like you need multiple people to field those phone calls? That would no mean return. there is no fiscal return to that service. No, no. So why do you think so? Yeah. So next time you're looking at why your fucking flights are so damn expensive, <laughs> it's because assholes need to complain about the fucking airlines. Yeah. Yeah. Where's the federal waste going? Well, we have to well, staff one. We have to staff 27 employees to answer the phone calls for Massport because we get dickheads that call five times a day and they're tying up the phones. <laughs> it should it should literally be like an email service with like an auto email back that just <laughs> yeah. auto deletes. Yeah, yeah. Thank you for your email. We will take what you said in, in, into consideration. We will promptly delete this email and do nothing <laughs> about it. <laughs> Because we're not making planes any fucking quieter. Yeah. Oh, boy. Like, is that is that like a thing, though? Like, people notice? I don't know. Because apparently I grew up. I grew up in a place that has fucking plenty of planes flying over it. And I fucking live in a place now that has plenty of planes flying over it. Yeah, you're the problem. I'm just fucking. I'm immune to it. <laughs> Plane noise. Never heard of it. Yeah. I also grew up near a train too. So it's like when we were in Charlotte with that fucking freight train, it's like didn't even notice. I probably slept better because of it. <laughs> Reminded me of childhood. The mile long fucking freight train. What, how long did it? I was I was explaining this to. It was at least 10 minutes. I, I was explaining it to my mother because. Like no exaggeration. In, my mother was in Tennessee. She's never been anywhere. So she was like. She goes, wow, these trucks on this truck route. I go, yeah, ma, just so you know, like other parts of the country, like things are significantly different than Massachusetts. Yeah, yeah. I go, you know, she was like, yeah, there was like an 18 wheeler that was towing like another 18 wheeler. Like it's like a double 18 wheeler. I go, yeah. Yep. And she goes, and they just like pull over, like, and they just sleep there. I go, would you like them to keep driving? <laughs> I go, I go, my, you know, like the freight train going through West Medford. She's like, yeah, I go, that's fucking nothing compared to like yeah. an actual freight train going through the country or like the cargo ship we saw in fucking Savannah. That thing was insane. Yeah. Holy shit. Yeah. That was, that thing was huge. fucking nuts. Yeah. 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 Yeah, no, I like, I'm not even exaggerating. It had to have been at least 10 minutes. That's what I told my mother. I go, I go, like, you could have sat there and timed it. I go, it's at least five consecutive minutes of cars going by. And I go, I, I go, I don't think it was 20, but like, I'm not kidding when I said, like, sit there with a fucking stopwatch. Yeah. And sit there for fucking 20 minutes. Cause yeah. that's what it fucking felt like. So I was like at least five, definitely at least five. Right. Oh, yeah. Yeah. 
But again, imagine just sitting there and staring at it for five fucking minutes. You know how many glass bottles I could have thrown off that when I was like 13 years old? <laughs> like yeah. I'm throwing it off the fucking commuter rail, which goes by you in like seconds. Yeah, yeah. And I'm sure that's what people do in the South. They just fucking throw glass bottles at them. Isn't that what... Um, or they hop in, on in, and hop off because they move that, so slow. Isn't that always sunny? Isn't that what they used to do on Christmas? Uh, <laughs> Matt, Matt and Charlie <laughs> they used to throw bottles at the train. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so what a great fucking show. Uh, yeah. What... Uh, fuck else we have here before we wrap things up oh i got something kind of cool kind of it's kind of cool it's also kind of terrifying at the same time um so we have the first biotech company is in the it's in the mid-stage human trial part of their of this drug that was developed by ai so a couple things here, right? Like for people that like don't know how like drug trials work, there's three phases. Um, I don't know. They all do something different. I couldn't tell you what each phase does initially, but like the, I know the third phase is with humans and it goes for a lot longer. Like the first phase might be in animals. The second phase might be in humans or it might be in like primates and it may only last for like, you know, six months to a year. But I think the third phase typically is like minimum a year, if not longer, and it's in humans. Um, so this drug was developed by artificial intelligence, and it is in the second phase of the drug trial. Um so it says here about 33% of experimental drugs pass through phase two. Um, biotech company in silico medicine just put an AI discovered an AI designed drug into their phase two trials. It's the first such drug to ever reach human trials. And it's intended to treat a type of lung disease. It doesn't say what kind of lung disease. It just says a lung disease. So this is kind of cool, right? Because I mean, if it works, it's awesome. Yeah. Because I think we all are under the agreement, right? That AI is maybe not at this current time in 2023, but like eventually it's going to be way fucking smarter than us, right? It's going to be way better at doing shit than we are especially when it comes to things like computations and like analysis and things like that. I think we're they, it may never. And if it does, it's like hundreds of years, if not thousands away from um, like creativity and like artistry. Like, I don't know if AI will ever be able to get to that point. Right. Like Sonny from iRobot. Um like, I don't think emotions and creativity is is in the realm of possibility, at least in our lifetimes. But computation and data analysis is like a few years away, like probably within the next decade. It'll be like way fucking better than any human ever. Well, even right now, it's better at pulling information from the Internet. Right, right. It's just more efficient. Yeah. It's so sub takes too. Like if you needed... um. Like if we gave it three topics and we're like, hey, we need a podcast script. We don't use scripts, but yeah. like, hey, we we want a podcast script. It would give us one. Yeah, yeah, it would. It may not it be out. very good, but yeah. Well, it. that's part of the whole issue with the writers' strike right now in Hollywood that like no one really gives a fuck about anyway. Is that they want something in their contracts to protect them against an inevitable like loss of their jobs due to AI, because like for those like you know the the big TV shows, right. That are like, uh, you know, rescue nine one one or like fucking CSI or law and order. Like you can go to chat GPT and be like, write me a script for law and order SVU or something. And it'll write a script that's like workable, right. It might not be like ready to go film, but like, it's pretty good. 
and that you can put like you can make a couple edits and put it together. Um, so like obviously that's again part of the writer's strike and that whole issue. But you know, this whole AI and medicine thing, like could potentially open up the door to like cure most diseases. Yeah, I'm all for it. Yeah. Like that I, like that's that's the positive I see is you know it might like i i mean i still think humans can cure cancer i still think there's some bullshit involved in that yeah but like you might get ai to be able to do it more efficiently less costly more efficient like yeah. wouldn't that be interesting if that's what caused like the terminator moment is ai starts to tell people like oh we can find a cure for cancer and then like people start to turn it off because it's more profitable to treat cancer than to cure it. And that's when AI is like, wait a second, something's fishy going on here. Fuck these humans. And then just like turns, <laughs> turns into the Terminator and just kills everyone. Like cancer is the one that fucking, <laughs> that does it. Or say, are we breeding a new Arnold yet? Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, the ability to scan the entire human genome in literal seconds, right? Cause that's the whole thing. Like, I don't even know how many pairs um, are in the human genome. I think it's in the billions, if not trillions, right? Of the fucking of the DNA strands of the the A's and was it the A's and T's and the C's and the G's, right? Adenosine, taurine. Gattaca. It's uh, yeah, yeah. Gattaca is a strand of DNA. It was also like a movie or something. Yeah, and it was a uh, it was a video game in like the eighties. It was like an arcade oh. game. Yeah. Um. Adenosine, taurine, guanine, and then cytosine, I think are the four, the four parts of DNA. Um, biology. I'll, just use, I'll, use, I'll use AI to figure it out. Yeah. <laughs> but like out of all of those, like however long the human genome is, like that AI can go through that in seconds, right? Because there's there's so much of our DNA that we don't even know what it does. Right. Like we have some of it mapped out, right? Like we know like the ape ape. P-O-E, right, has the, is typically the coding for things like Alzheimer's, right? We know like the BRCA gene is for breast cancer. Um, there's so many different genes that have been identified in like sections of the DNA that we know mean certain things, right? Like whatever section of this DNA that you have means you probably have brown eyes. Or if this part is like this, that means you probably have blonde hair or something like that. But there's like so fucking much of the genome that's still like TBD. <laughs> we don't we don't know. So I don't know. I think AI going through that would be again have the potential to kind of learn what it does and then advance medicine even more. I think there's a lot of things that AI kind of scares the shit out of me for, but I think when it comes to medicine, um, I think it could be massively beneficial. Like imagine like AI again, just finds a cure to cancer and Alzheimer's and cardiovascular disease and, you know, whatever else you, you name it, they, AI can figure out and isolate the genes for it and find therapies and treatments and use CRISPR, right. To replace the genes and all this crazy shit. Like, I don't know. It's wild. I think. It it could like the world could look a lot fucking different in a hundred years. And I'm sure a hundred years ago people were like saying the same shit. But a hundred years ago they didn't even have the internet. A <laughs> hundred years ago, they just developed the car. Right? Like Gerald Ford. Like, yeah, Gerald Ford. Yeah. <laughs> so it's interesting. It's weird. It's it's cool to follow, but it's outside of medicine. And I think it's terrifying. So, uh, you want to wrap things up about that time? Yeah. All right. What do you got? So, since we've last discussed on the hot sauce front, I have since tried the Serrano chimichurri. Yes. And the red pepper garlic. 
Now, the red pepper garlic was the one that you weren't thrilled with because you had to use extra vinegar to get the pH right. Right. So definitely agree with you on that. I think the flavor profile itself is fine. But yeah, I like the aftertaste is just a little acidic. Yeah. But I still think there's something there on that, even if it's not like a, you know, because it like looks like what would mostly be like a hot sauce, but it's it's not, which is pretty good for me. Yeah. And the Serrano chimichurri, yeah, that 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 could get it. You, <laughs> you, you can make that one again, too. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, red pepper garlic, get some refinement on that. Yeah. Serrano chimichurri and scotch bonnet pineapple. Yes. Yeah, you can make those other two again. Thanks. Just uh, ship more. Yeah. I actually have. I bought more uh, peppers today from Market Basket when I went this morning. So I bought uh, I bought more Scotch bonnets. So I'm going to make more Scotch bonnet pineapple, and I got more uh, Fresno chilies. So I'm gonna I'm gonna refine the Are red Fresno's pepper. hot. Um, they're like comparable to jalapenos. Okay. So I think. Technically, I think this is another like bell pepper situation. I think if you leave jalapenos on the vine longer, they turn, they turn red. red. Yeah. Um, like when it blew my mind when I found out that colored bell peppers are all green to start. <laughs> and then they turn whatever color that they are when you buy them. Green peppers fucking suck. Yeah, green peppers do fucking suck. They taste like they're not ripe. Yeah, they taste bitter. <laughs> like every piece of fucking yeah. produce you've ever eaten that's too bitter. Yeah. It came off too early because it's yep. too green. Yep. Yet our dumbasses <laughs> eat that shit. Fucking people are so stupid. Yeah, yeah. Green peppers do suck. Um, Let me see. So Fresno peppers... A slightly spicier medium heat comparative to a Serrano. So they can vary anywhere from 2,500 to 10,000 Scovilles. The Fresno has a comp a more complex, fruitier, smokier taste than its cousin, the jalapeno. Okay. All right. But they basically look like red jalapenos, gotcha. which again, like I said, red jalapenos are a thing. But I also discovered that they're super hard to find. Yeah. So. Um, so, yeah, I will be using that to refine the red pepper garlic. Because I think I used Fresno's last time. I just forgot what they were called. <laughs> so I called them red peppers. <laughs> gotcha. It's not red bell peppers, obviously. Red bell peppers are not. Well, those, those wouldn't be spicy at all. No, they would not. That would literally just taste like a vinegar sauce. It would taste like shitty ketchup. Yep. Yeah. Yep. So, yeah, I will be uh, refining the Fresno. I guess I could call it Fresno garlic. The garlic Fresno sounds probably better. So we'll see. Maybe we'll get another delivery. Yeah, yeah, just uh, send that over. Yeah, yeah. Do I want your bottles back too? I saved the two that I have in uh, that I finished. Um, I'll get them to you. Sure. Yeah, yeah. Whenever. Right. Like this, I just have to re-sterilize them. I just, all I do is just boil them in water for a few minutes and then dry them out. All right. Uh, what is my final thought? Um, oh, so. I want to give another shout out to Apple TV Plus. Um, they cannot miss. So Amy and I watched this show called Silo, and it was absolutely fucking phenomenal. So we watched it not realizing that it was um, like a serial release, which I think all most of Apple TV's um releases are now like they're weekly right it's like the old school you got to wait a week for the next one to come out so we watched the first like seven episodes over the course of a couple days and then we finished the seven ep the seventh episode on like maybe like 
a Thursday night. And then the eighth episode, all their episodes get released on Fridays. So then we watched the eighth episode the following day on Friday. And then we had to wait a week for the season finale, whatever it was, whether however many episodes there are, whether there's nine or 10, right? That's, that's the sequence that it went. We, we finished the binge watching for the penultimate episode and we had to wait a week for the season finale. Um, just an absolutely fucking fantastic show. So Rashida Jones is in it. Um, Ann Perkins from Parks and Rec. Um, the the dad from um, Hayden Panettiere's dad, the white guy from uh, Remember the Titans is in it. Also, he was the Texan oil guy from Armageddon. <laughs> Way back in the day, if you ever seen that, um, who else is in it? There's some. Oh, Common, isn't it? Like the former rapper, now actor, Common, who still goes by his rapper name. Uh, I'm trying to think of other big names that are in it, but I think that might be. Oh, Tim Robbins. Tim Robbins is in it. You would never have any fucking clue that it's him. So anyone that doesn't know, Tim Robbins was the main character in the Shawshank Redemption. Um, he was the guy that broke out of the prison, right, with Morgan Freeman. Um, he's in it, but he is his hair is snow white in this, and he's got a beard and glasses. So it literally looks nothing like Tim Robbins from the Shawshank Redemption. If I didn't like look at the, the cast list, I would never know it was him. Um, so yeah, great show. The quick like synopsis of it. It's a, it's, it's like a dystopian future where there's a group of like 10,000 people roughly that live in this silo below ground. And they've been there for like 150 years. And there's one person who's the main character it's Rebecca Ferguson. She was in, um, I don't know, Amy knows her from The Greatest Showman. She's also um, Ilsa Frost from Mission Impossible, right? The the latest uh, Mission Impossible movies with Tom Cruise. She's in those. She's the female counterpart. Um, Ilsa Faust, I think is her name. Um, she's the lead. So they've been in this silo for like 150 years and no one asks any questions. So Ilsa Faust then starts asking questions, which you're not allowed to do. And then the whole series like brings you through like finding out who they are, why they're there and like what the fuck is actually going on in this place. Um, and it's pretty fucking cool. It's uh, it's it's really cool. There's a couple twists in there. There's a couple like holy shit moments. And then the end ends on like a massive cliffhanger. Um, that's cool. And it's renewed for a second season. So obviously with the aforementioned writer's strike, uh, who the fuck knows when the second season is going to come out, but uh, there will be a second season. I think it's based on a book series. Like, So I don't know how many books there are and if it's going to correspond with how many seasons there are, but highly, highly recommend watching Silo on Apple TV+. Plus. So... Uh, you guys have it, right? Yeah. You said you watch Ted Lasso. So have you seen any of the ones that I've talked about in the last two weeks? Nope. They're so good. I've seen all of them. I haven't seen Ted Lasso and I probably won't either. Cause I don't think Jason Sudeikis is that funny. Um, cool. So that's it. That's going to do it for us. Uh, so thank you guys for watching. Uh, enjoy. Uh, if you're on YouTube, don't forget to hit the thumbs up, like, subscribe, rate, review, subscribe above. Uh, you leave us a review on Spotify and iTunes. Tell everybody you know about the show. Um, you can get us on Instagram at Sarcasm Speaks Pod. We're on Twitter at Sarcasm underscore Speaks. Facebook is Sarcasm Speaks. Website SarcasmSpeaks.com. I checked during the show. Um, the promo code has not changed for moonbrew.com. So again, I was drinking it earlier in this episode. Uh, the promo code is still for the time being Jared one, six, one, five, nine. Uh, I will let you all know when it does change, but eventually it should be sarcasm pod 
which is the promo code for grillyourassoff.com. That'll get you 10% off your order every single time you check out over there, uh, as well as that same sarcasm pod on mybookie.com. They will uh, double your first deposit over there up to a thousand bucks when you type in that promo code. So until next time, good night, everybody.